Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The desires you know, of your, your heart have to change. You know, um, One of my prayers that I pray every day is, you know, I say, I tell God to protect me from every desire that doesn't lead me closer to you and i think as you grow older and you wise up and you have more accountability you know like i said my my kids you know made me grow up super fast because now my life was bigger than me and i think that's a part of growing up when your life becomes bigger than you because in college not everybody but i know most people college is about yourself you know i mean you're trying to you know do whatever it is to make you better which you should but at the same time if it's just about you you're not really going to make any changes. And so for me, when it became bigger than myself and I realized that my decisions, my choices were going to be other people's consequences too, it really made me grow up because I didn't want to give my children, you know, broken tools to build their future, if that makes any sense. So the question is this, How do thought leaders, school dropouts, former and current students find out what's next after they do or don't cross that stage? If you want to know the secrets to starting the career or business of your dreams, getting paid whatever you desire, and discovering what you do the best with the least amount of effort, then this is the right podcast for you. I'm Sean Anthony, and this is School's Over. Now what? The podcast. Welcome back to School's Over, now with the podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Anthony. If this is your very first time checking out the show, you are in for a treat. Each and every single week, guys, we continue to bring you some of the most awesome people on the planet who have figured out the answer to the question that we all will ask at some point of our lives. And that is school's over. Now what? Each person or each message that we bring each and every single week on Friday is going to help you get out of the rut and start that career or business that you always been dreaming about. So hopefully you'll find value in this content. Each and every single week, I love to kick the podcast off with the review of the week. This week's review of the week comes from Alex Ruduck, and they wrote, so happy to found Sean Anthony. Sean Anthony interviews gives me hope. 
listening to amazing people about how they accomplish their dreams through hard work, how dreams can come true. Thank you, Sean, for creating such podcasts. Alex, I appreciate it. And if you feel the exact same way, I appreciate you even more because what we're finding out is the importance of growing this show. It's going to take one person to realize, hey, this is going to add value and continue to tell the next person. That's all we ask. This podcast comes to you right now with no fee at all. The only thing that I ask is that if you are finding value, click that five star rating and leave a review. This will help us to continue to bring some of these amazing people that we've had on this platform so far. And right now, if you're listening to this and you know you want more out of life, you want to show up, you want to take yourself to the next level, I am proud to announce we have launched a private coaching program one-on-one with me. And we launched this program about two weeks ago and the results and the many people that are sending me DMs has been on a whole different level, guys. And if this is what you truly want, if you want to stand out from the crowd, if you are currently in a career right now, and you want to be promoted, and we're not talking like just promoted once, we're talking promoted multiple times, way faster than you can imagine. And if you're listening and you know deep inside that you got this idea, you just don't know how to show up. If you need help with that, then guys, get ready, get excited. Send me a DM at Sean R. Anthony underscore. We are also renovating the website. I'm so excited for next week. Next week, we will launch a completely new website with several different coaching programs that's going to give you options. That's right, options. So if you think you can get what you want in the next two months, we have an option for you. If you're ready to go in the next three months, we have an option for you. If you're working on a special project and you know you want to take 2019, make it the best year you ever had, we have a program for that as well. Guys, buckle up, get ready. And with that said, let's just jump right into the main thing you clicked this show for today. Our next guest is none other than Trent Shelton. Guys, if you don't know who Trent Shelton is, you just have been living under a rock. This has been one of the hardest interviews to get. And we were so excited to have pin this down and get this on the calendar. Trent Shelton is the top self-care coach in the world. He has over 7 million supporters on Facebook. He has over 1 billion video views. And if you know anything about Trent Shelton, you know he is going to bring it today. And on this particular episode, we talk about how you can overcome depression. We break down what Trent likes to call his three R's. Dealing with reality, learning how to release and repair. And also, we, we even talk about a real touchy topic. We talk about why you should burn bridges. And I know a lot of times when people are going through life changes and they're going up, they want to bring everybody with them. Guys, you don't have room for everybody to come with you. If you're trying to take yourself to a place that you've never been, you're going to, have to do things that you've never done. And you're also going to have to do things that some people in your life right now are not ready. They aren't ready to go where you want to go. So you're going to have to cut them off. And it is okay to burn those bridges. In this episode, we will also talk about the importance of failing forward. Guys, if you're going to fail, 
you're going to have to be able to learn and not look back and just say, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened to me. But look back and be thankful because now you know the mistakes. Now you know what went wrong and now you know what you can do to make it go right. Do not be afraid to fail forward. This is an episode that you're going to play more than once. And you're going to love this one more than you've probably have heard the last 20 plus amazing people that have been on this podcast, because this is one of the most genuine conversations that you could have possibly played today. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 27 with the one and only Trent Shelton. Welcome back to School's Over Now with the podcast, and I am here with the one and only Trent Shelton, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent, man. Thanks for having me on, sharing your platform with me. Uh, it's truly on. Man, listen, man, you're somebody that, like, when we were looking at our calendar, we circled this date because the people that are listening right now, we're talking to the top self-care coach in the world. He has over 7 million supporters on Facebook with over 1 billion video views, man. So I appreciate you for just taking a moment to speak with us on this platform. Oh, yeah, no problem. Like I said, any, any place that, uh, you know, I can share my story, hopefully inspire someone. And I love what you guys are doing. So, uh, it's just the perfect match. Man, perfect, man. So, like, for those people that are listening, and I'm just curious, like, I want to go back to, like, you and your early, you know, stages in life. Like, how was it for you growing up? Uh, growing up was good, man. You know, I had both of my parents. Uh, my dad was in my life. My mom was there. Two older brothers. So, growing up, uh, you know, it wasn't too bad. We moved around a little bit. Uh, I started in Little Rock, Arkansas when I was, I moved, when, like, one years old, I moved to New Orleans. And I lived in, in Kenner, actually, but suburb of New Orleans for about 12 years. And I moved to Fort Worth, Texas. So we moved around a little bit. But, uh, you know, my childhood was great. You know, I had a great role model, my father. Uh, my mom was, still is, my dad still is a great role model. And uh, my mom was and still is a, a great mother. And I had two older brothers that, that really pushed me. And I always tell, I always joke with this. I said they taught me what to do and what not to do. So they really helped me out in life. Man, definitely, man. Like, and just growing up and having like both of your parents there, do you think like that kind of helped you, you know, figure out how you're going to, you know, show up in the world? Yeah, big time. Cause I mean, you know, when you have something like you get used to it, right? You don't realize how much of a blessing it is. And I didn't realize probably until I got in high school when a lot of my friends didn't have their dads there are, you know, it was a, it was a split up household. I didn't realize how much of a blessing it was. And I was taking it for granted. As I get older, you know, it's super rare. So, I was just thanking my parents and I'm actually over here right now. I was thanking my parents today just for being active in our in our lives. I mean, like with sports, I mean, they wouldn't miss a game. They didn't miss a game. They had three boys and they found a way to be supportive and be there. So they really gave me a great map to being a great parent, you know, to my children. So I'm grateful for my parents. Man, that's so real, man. I have both of my, you know, both of my parents in my life. And I think that kind of just kind of helped me, you know, to help whether my friends were, you know, having a hard time because their father wasn't coming to a game or, you know, whether their mom wasn't around or even if their mom died earlier in, you know, in their life, I think having both of my parents helped me figure out, you know, how I am going to, you know, do something that I might stumble at or, you know, kind of like not get reprimanded, but kind of understand just in life in general. And, and one 
thing that you're known for, man, is just inspiring, right? You inspire so yeah. many people. Like, were you always like this inspirational person? Was there something that happened at a young age that kind of like, you know, shaped you to, you know, look at it from that perspective? Uh, you know, the, my first thought would be to, to say no, but that's because I wasn't a vocal person. I'm still not a vocal person. People, it's funny all the time. Like I get in a room and people expect me to just like, always overtake the room and i'm usually the quietest one in there i'm like i've always been a learner and a student and then when i speak you know, my grandma always taught me i never forget she says you know when you speak make sure your words count so when i speak about something i'm passionate about or my story or inspiration that's when you get you know the, the guy you see on you know facebook or instagram or on stage but uh i realized looking back though now that i've always been i think an impactful person through my actions you know i've always believed in you know, given that you're all, I always believe in perseverance and resilience. I just didn't talk much, but through my actions and how I live my life, I think you can see that. Yeah, man, you de- you definitely can see that. So you go off into high school and were there some like courses that you were taking that, you know, that kind of caught your attention? Was there anything like that? Uh, You know, it's funny. It's funny because I always tell this story. So really not high school. I mean, I liked, you know, uh, theater arts and stuff like that. Um, but I went to, so I went to Baylor for college to play football there and I took speech communications and I took that to be totally transparent because, you know, I was in business at first for first semester. I was like, this is too hard trying to, at business at Baylor and then trying to juggle football. I was like, I might not make it to the NFL, you know, that was my yeah. whole goal. So I took a lesser route with speech communications, um, just so I wouldn't flunk out, just so I can focus more on sports. But looking back around, that came full circle. You know, and of course, that didn't happen to probably like five years outside of college. But, you know, uh, it's something that was interesting to me at the time. But I never thought it would turn into me really, you know, being able to use my degree for my life. So it's kind of funny how that worked out. Man, that's actually a, an amazing thing how it worked out because everything that you do right now, I mean, you're, you're on so many different platforms and like the words are just put together. Like, are there ever times where you get ready to like shoot one of your videos and you kind of stumble or get nervous? Yeah, for sure. Every time. <laughs> yeah, you know, people, you know, I mean, it's it's the social media thing, right? You only see the perfection, right? You only see the somebody's highlights. I mean, there's, I mean, for every video you see that's perfectly put out there, there's probably, you know, 10 imperfect videos or mistakes. You know, I'm my own biggest critic. So, I mean, even with spoken words, man, sometimes some of those spoken words take me like five or six months just to even put out. And mm-hmm. I, my team has to force me to do it because I'll hold on to it because I'm like, it's not right. And so, um, so yeah, I definitely get nervous before I go on stage, but it's not a, a fear nervous, should I say, but it's a nervous, like when you care, it kind of reminds me of football. Like, you know, you get those butterflies where you go out there on the field. So I get that, you know, every time I go live or step on the stage because I care to do my best and impact lives. Man. So like, I want to go back to the Baylor thing because I know there's somebody right now that's listening to this and they're like a star athlete. And, yeah. you know, they're wondering, okay, am I going to make it or am I not going to make it? For that star athlete right now that's listening, we have a lot of them that listen to this show. Like, what advice would you give them right now if they're in that position? This is advice they probably don't want to hear uh, because I know I didn't want to hear it uh, when people tried to give it to me. Or should I say if I was in that position, I probably want to hear it because, you know, you're playing sports. You know, your ultimate goal for most people is to make it to the league. But I want to tell you, which is great, but I want to tell you that your sport is what you do. It's not who you are. And you really need to start understanding that because so many times as athletes, we wrap our identity in the sports that we play. I mean, especially for, 
you know, most of these guys has been their whole life. I know I started playing football when I was six years old, so that's all that I ever knew. So at this moment right now, I'm not telling you not to go hard for your sport. Go hard for it, but understand, like, that's a vehicle to lead you to your next chapter in life because sports will end. I mean, you can ask Peyton Manning, you know, Tom Brady, I'm sure soon, but Michael Jordan, you know, even the greatest, it comes to an end. And for some people, that's sooner than they would ex- they would like. But I would tell you right now to start preparing yourself for life after sports. And what I mean by that is that while you have the title, while you have the, you know, the uh, the title to your name, because when you have the title, you know, you're, if you're a college athlete, if you're listening as a, as a professional athlete, a lot of people, you have a, um, a lot of people tend to, I wouldn't say, uh, I'm trying to think of the best word for it, but they tend to give to you more, right? So you <laughs> might can get into places using your title. And I would tell you to use it, you know, um, network with people. I know when I was playing sports, one of the biggest mistakes that I made was, you know, I didn't network at all. Like I was just just solely about myself and about my team. That's every I mean, that's all that I ever did. So I would tell everybody out there to network as much as you can. Reach out to people who are students, because a lot of those students will be owning businesses. I know at Baylor, a lot of guys that now I speak to and go to their companies are people that, you know, went to school with me. And so uh, definitely just take that into consideration and just realize that, you know, sports is what you do. It's not who you are. So just really think about that and dive in deep with that, because, I mean, really, I had a depression because once I lost football, I lost my life because I didn't think that there was nothing else to my life. And as you can see now, there is a lot more than your sport. Man. So, like, when you go through that depression, right, and when you go through that darkness, how do you overcome that? Man, it's, you know, I don't know if there's a, a set formula to, for me to give somebody to say, if you do this, you'll overcome depression because we're all different. But for me, you know, uh, I broke, I break it down to this rehab process. I like to call it. It's three R's. Um, number one was facing my reality. So the first R is reality. And our reality is always different for whoever's watching this, but there's certain things that you have to come to grips with. For me, it was that football was over. And I'm going to tell you right now, it took me probably four to five years of holding on to that, even when I knew it was time to let go of it because of the fear of who I, who would I be without it. So mm-hmm. I went the whole, uh, not XFL, but what was it called? Uh, it wasn't CFL. It was another league that they had at the time that was kind of like minor league to NFL. I went that route. Yeah. That league ended up folding. Then I went to arena football. I didn't want to play arena football, but I didn't know what I would do without it so i had to face my reality for one because i want to tell you something that depression is not going to leave by you just standing it. you know you have to have movement to your life right even if you don't know where to go you have to know where you're not standing i didn't know the how i didn't know the path for my life but i knew that i couldn't just sit in my mom's uh guest room for the rest of my life letting time just pass me by so facing reality which is hard is the first step the second thing i would say to do is uh, release. That's the second R. And that's a big step from was a big step for me because, you know, it's basically burning bridges. I actually posted this on my Instagram today. It's burning bridges that lead your life back to destruction. So maybe mm. it's your mindset, right? Maybe it's your habits. Maybe it's your friends, the people that you're around. You know, you have to release these things from your life because it doesn't matter if you go to a new destination, if you're carrying the same baggage. You know, I like to, to use the parallel. If you got into a new relationship with the same habits from your last relationship, more than likely your new relationship is going to end up like your last one. So it's about unpacking the bags, releasing the things from your life that need to be released so you can move forward. And then last part, the last R is repair. 
And repair is simply putting practices in your life that help you live the best life. So that could be, you know, I always call it like a, a growth environment, you know, putting yourself in an environment that helps you grow uh, masterminds with people who might have went through the same thing that you went through. I mean, it helped me a lot reaching out to other guys who who actually made it through it. Like, how did you do it? And ask questions, reading books, all these things. Faith for me was a big, big part, you know, realizing that God had a bigger plan for my life than the plan I had for myself. And so I think those three steps are very key into, you know, the transition from, you know, what you're doing now to who you were created to be, because sometimes your dreams isn't what you're created to be. And that's a hard thing to grasp for some people. Man, powerful. Like those three R's and like if you're listening right now, those three R's and there's no to me, there's no better breakdown. I think one of those R's that really stood out to me and one of the things that you mentioned, I think it was the second R and which, which, which is dealing with burning bridges, right? Yeah. So, so do you think it's like tough for people? Cause I feel like some people are like, Oh, I feel like I got to carry this person on. I got to take this person with me. Do you feel like it's tough for people to realize when there is the time to burn those bridges? Yeah, big time. I mean, it, I mean, it was hard for me. You know, I carry people longer than I should have carried them, but it's so for me, I did the deciding factor. I know this might be different for certain people because everybody might not be in this position, but you know, at that point in my life, I had my son. Um, and now my wife, but at that time she was my girlfriend. And, you know, I just started to think about that. They need me to be the best me I can be. And there's no way I can be the best me for them. If I keep these certain people in my life and it doesn't make those people bad. I want to be clear. Like some of my old friends, they're not bad people. It's just that they were living a lifestyle. Um, they had a mindset that I didn't want to catch. You know, I always say mindsets are contagious. And so that would be a question I would ask the listeners right now. Like, do a do an evaluation of your circle and ask yourself, would you, would, if their mindset was contagious, which it is, would you mind catching what they have? And for a lot of my people around me, it was no. Like, I don't want that mindset. And so uh, for me, it was a leverage thing. Like, and I care, of course, more about my son than I did about those people. So I said, I have to be the best I can be for my son. And it made the decision easier. It didn't make it easy, but it made it easier for me to walk away from those things. And what's crazy is that you're really helping them, too, because sometimes people can't grow if they're super attached to you. And a lot of those friends that I let go of, you know, it didn't happen immediately. But now these guys are are phenomenal men. Right. Um, they saw my change and want to understand, like, man, what did you do differently? Are they watching my change and say, hey, I want to make these changes with my life. So sometimes you have to take the first step and lead the pack and you'll be surprised who actually gets inspired by your change. Man, it's like, it's like serving a, a bigger cause is what I'm really getting it. Like, like, and, and I think you, you have to like, it's a part of growing up really. And when you go from that transition and that phase of, you know, being in school and whether you graduate or, you know, whether you drop out, I think that's really like a time in your life where you have to just grow up. That's definitely, I mean, that's it. You definitely have to grow up and, you know, you have to, the desires, you know, of your, your heart have to change. You know, um, one of my prayers that I pray every day is, you know, I say, I tell God to protect me from every desire that doesn't lead me closer to you. And I think as you grow older and you wise up and you have more accountability, you know, like I said, my, my kids, you know, made me grow up super fast because now my life was bigger than me. And I think that's a part of growing up when your life becomes bigger than you, because in college, not everybody, but I know most people in college is about yourself. You know, I mean, you're trying to, you know, do whatever it is to make you better, which you should. 
But at the same time, if it's just about you, you're not really going to make any changes. And so for me, when it became bigger than myself, when I realized that my decisions, my choices were going to be other people's consequences, too, it really made me grow up because I didn't want to give my children you know, broken tools to build their future. If that makes any sense, man, that makes, that makes so much sense. I know for me, like my, I have a one year old daughter and when she was born, my entire life changed for me to my, my, my focus shift, like my adrenaline changed into your point, like things that I thought was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I thought I was doing big. There are nowhere near the same type of goals I've set for myself since the day I lay eyes on her. So I a hundred percent get that. Hey guys, So let me take a guess. You're enjoying the show. And if that's right, please make sure that you take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast right now and tag me at Sean R. Anthony underscore. I promise you this is going to help in amazing ways. And while you're at it, hit the five star rating and subscribe. With that being said, guys, let's get back to the show. Exactly. And that's 100% correct. So like when you when you go off right you you, you go through Baylor and the football thing didn't work out for you and you, you go through depression right and then you all start to overcome depression when was that first moment for you when you said you know what I'm sharing my voice with the world and people are paying attention man that's a good one it's, it's it was probably comes to my mind right now probably two moments that really made me like like was like wow like like this is you know this is what I was created to do. Um, the first moment was, and I tell this story all the time, but it was, uh, I had a, I had a speaking engagement at a church. And at that point, I was still playing football and I was still p- trying to play arena football. And I actually had to go to the New Orleans Voodoo that Friday, but I had a speaking engagement that Friday. One of my close friends asked me to speak at his dad's church. It's, uh, the Doctor's Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship here in Dallas, you know, 5,000 members. So it's a huge church or 10,000 members, huge mm-hmm. church. And, um, so I called my coach and said, Hey, like, can I come Saturday? I have a speaking engagement. You know, this is something that I'm passionate about, already committed to. He said, sure. So to make a long story short, like if y'all ever want to, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere on the internet if you want to hear the full story because it's pretty funny. But he asked me to come speak. It's a five-minute speech. At that time, I was doing, I was making videos. I was, I was, I was living like rehabish, meaning like, you know, I was one foot in, one foot out. Kind of like, <laughs> I was I was transitioning. I like to say that, you know, it's a transition all the time of progressing towards who I am today, Certainly. but I didn't want to do it. Um, honestly, like I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this. So he talked me into it. Um, it's to 5,000 kids there. And, you know, speaking in front of kids is tough, man, because like kids will let you know, like what's real, like you're boring. If they're not, if they're, if they're interested, they let you know. So I was kind of nervous, honestly, went up there. I prepared a speech before I literally forgot it, bro. Like I went blank. Man. I picked up the mic and I was like, man, like I can sink or I can swim. And I use these words and I use these words to this day. I said, God, just use me. A lot of people ask, like, where does my style come from with just being raw from the heart? It was in that moment because I couldn't go to my brain and think about stuff. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to share my story from the heart. Anyways, it connected with these kids. I mean, to the point where after I couldn't even like walk out the church without thousands of kids coming up to me and just wondering, wanting to know more. And so at that moment, I literally called my coach and I said, I'm through with football. And to, to, to set the stage with this, like rehab time isn't what it was today. Like it wasn't, you know, I wasn't getting millions of views and wasn't all these people following me. Literally, it might have been a few hundred views or something like that. But I knew that feeling was like, this is it. And when I made that decision, literally probably in the, la- in the next maybe half a year, videos started to go viral. 
my life changed forever. And the second, the second thing that I would say that really helped me realize like, wow, this, this is like, this is thing is, is bigger than what you think. I was in Sweden for my very first speaking engagement. And, uh, I don't know how I got out there. I had to ask the person, but I was like, how did I get to Sweden for the very first one out uh-huh. in the country? Not my very first speaking engagement, my bad, my very first one out the country. And, uh, it was probably like a year after that church event. But when I got there, like I had that moment, like I'm in Sweden, like, out of, like this is crazy. And actually people knew my videos and knew my words. And the lady actually told me that she'd been watching me for maybe like a year or so. And she was actually looking for reasons not to bring me out there because they didn't want to bring an American guy out there when they can just use one of their own people. So she was like, I was looking for reasons to write you off, but you never gave me a reason. Like everything you talked about, you lived it. And I was watching for a year and she brought me out there and I realized like, wow, like this is truly incredible. And it's bigger than what I ever could imagine at that point. And that was like in 20, probably 2012 that that happened. So, yeah. Man, so you were you were touching people across the country. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, and to the people listening to this, like, I always say this, man, to my friends when I come back home. Like, you got to realize, and I'm not telling you to ever abandon your city because you should always give back. Like, I still stay in Fort Worth. I'm from Fort Worth, but your your vision should be a lot bigger than your zip code. You know, you, you see people, I want to be the man in my city. I, I know people are like growing up. I want to be the man of full work. Like for why? Like for what? You know, like realize that especially with social media, you can reach people all across the world. I'm sure you know this. You know, you can reach people all across the world with your message. So don't limit yourself to just your neighborhood block or your city or your state or even your country. Like go touch the world. Why not? Man. So like you can be like if you're listening to everything he just said, like you don't really want to put yourself like in a pigeonhole. You don't want to put yourself in a, in a bubble that you can pop. Exactly. Man. Yes. So there's somebody listening to this right now, Trent, and we ask every single person that has jumped on this show this question. And because it, it, what, what, I, what I like about asking you this question is we've had several of the most inspiring leaders. And I think you're a completely different type of leader because your impact, anything you say, not only does it just go viral, but it touches people in their heart and it comes from a genuine place. So somebody's been listening to this episode and and they, they really need to hear your thoughts on this question. If you are currently in school or you just dropped out and you're, you're asking yourself the question of the podcast, school's over, now what? What advice would Trent Shelton give? School's over, now what? I would tell you to, one, take responsibility over your life. That's the first step. Um, I say it all the time, it all starts with you. I just know for myself, when school was over, I was pointing the finger and I was expecting the world to save me. I was expecting opportunity just to come to me. I was expecting people I did things for to reach back out to me when these things happened or when football was over, even when school, because I was getting cut left and right when school was out. And so taking responsibility for my life really changed my life. And so that's the first step I would tell you to take responsibility. The second thing I would tell you is to live every day with intent. And what I mean by that is be intentional with your life. Don't just accept what the world gives you. Don't just live in the matrix you know, be intentional. Whatever vision you have, like go after it. I'm talking about the vision that you it's in the back of your mind and you sound you think you sound stupid for telling people that. 
Listen, when I told people that I would travel the world, when I would go to Africa to speak, once I realized this was my purpose, people laughed at me. They thought I was crazy, right? But I've been to South Africa two times. I've been countless countries because God had a plan for my life. And I just start to live with intent every single day. So don't accept what the world gives you. Wake up every single day and give what you want to the world. And to the people out there that say, hey, well, I don't know what I want to do. Control what you can control. So many times we live in the arena of what we can't control. We focus on that. That leads to depression. That leads to anxiety. That leads to stress. What can you control? Maybe it's becoming a better you mentally, spiritually, physically. Right. You can go to the gym. You can control what you put in your body. You can control the books that you read. You can control the people that you're around. You can control the growth environments that you put yourself in. Like do all of those things, because I feel like when you take care of those things and you become the person you progress towards the person that you were created to be. I feel like the how in the journey reveals itself. Like some people never start because they say, I don't know how to do it. I don't know what I should do. Forget the what. Forget the how. Just trust your why and trust the who if you're a person of faith. And when you have those things down packed, I promise you that the the what and the who and the how and the why, all those things re- will reveal themselves even more throughout the journey. So keep moving forward. Let nothing hold you back and realize that you're in a chapter right now. It's OK to be confused. It's OK to be scared. It's OK to have like, what is my life going to be? But don't you have like a whole bunch of life to live if it's God's will for your life. But you're in a chapter and chapters, some chapters suck. Some chapters are great, but that's what makes a great story. So every single day, wake up, turn the page. Every single day you wake up is a new beginning and give the greatest you to every single day. And I promise you, if you live like that, if you show up regardless, right, if you live with intent and you give yourself permission to be great, man, there's nothing that can stop you. I promise you that. Let's get it. Powerful, man. Powerful message coming from one and only Trent Shelton. And you got to paint that vision. Don't be afraid of that vision. And I 100% agree with you guys. If you're listening to this right now and you know what you should be doing, you're scared to do it. And I think a lot of it comes from fear. That's just a sign that you need to go out and create it. And like, if, 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 fear, if fear, like, like just fear in general, like, and Trent, somebody's listening right now. They hear everything you said and they're just scared, right? What, what, yeah. has, what has helped you overcome fear? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's great. I'm glad you asked that question. So let me just paint the picture of fear right quick for me. So I believe fear is, I always use the definition, creating a known result, right? Creating a known result from a situation you haven't experienced yet. So what does that mean? So that's basically say you're a boxer, right? Or, you know, whatever, say a, a football player, whatever it may be, but let's just stick with boxer. Fear is saying that I'm going to lose this fight before I ever step in the ring. And that's what a lot of us do. We tell ourselves what it's going to be before we actually go through it. Um, I have a skydiving story. I'm not going to go through it, but I did skydiving. I attacked my biggest fear because I wanted to say, if I can do this, then I can always use this as leverage in my life. Like, okay, I did that so I can do this. Even with speaking, speaking was my biggest fear. I want to be, and it's the biggest fear in the world. Like you look it up, speaking was my biggest fear. But I realized what I was doing. I was telling myself that I'm going to fail. Nobody's going to pay attention to me. I'm going to forget what I'm going to say. I was defeating myself before I ever grabbed the microphone. And so what I did was I changed that narrative. I started to tell myself what it's going to be. Now, I'm going to conquer this. If I touch one life, that's what it's about. I'm just here to make impact. And I start creating that result before I ever experienced it. But that gave me leverage to walk into my fear. So if you're going through fear, the question I would ask you is, is what are you telling yourself is awaiting on the other side of that door of fear? Because if it's something that's limiting, if it's something that's um, not powerful, you will never walk through that door. 
just change what's on the other side of the door of fear and say, you know what, even if I do quote unquote fail, which failure is only when you stop trying, even if I quote unquote be embarrassed or whatever, I'm going to grow in this moment. There's plenty of times where I've been embarrassed on stage. Like there's plenty of times where I quote unquote failed. I failed my way forward. I failed my way to where I'm at today. And so when you change your perspective, when you, when you make it your power instead of your prison, you look at life totally differently. So now when I make mistakes or I go through pain, struggle, anything of that, I now tell myself it's my power because I know the foundation for strength, the foundation for growth, the foundation for success is failure and pain, period. And when you understand that formula, you won't be scared to walk through it anymore. You'll conquer your way through it. Right. And, and and that's just so crazy about fear and just failure and just knowing that you can go forward, man. I know for, for me in general, just doing a podcast at first, I was like, all right, nobody's going to want to hear this. And then as you're doing it, everybody wants to hear it. Or you have that one person to say, you know, they say, you know what? That, that episode changed how I view my entire life or this message has helped me, you know, resonate with how I'm going to show up in the world, man. And, and I think if you have that fear right now, what you're getting with Trent on this episode is that you have to be able to look at it and realize what might be on the opposite side of that door is your next opportunity. That's right. It's just, it's just a perspective shift. If you have fear, your perspective is your prison at the moment. And so you have to shift that prison to a, to a power perspective. It's just a perspective shift that has to take place in your life. Certainly, man. So for those people that are listening, right, how can they find out more about you and how can they look you up? For sure. Um, you go to trendshelton.com. That's my website. Uh, social media wise, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, just type in Trent Shelton. I'll pop up and then Snapchat. Rehab time on Snapchat. And I'm active on all of those, man. Like, you reach out to me, you know, I'm going to reach out to you back as best as I can. Of course, some might fall through the cracks because it's a lot of people, but I'm really engaged with supporters. I'm really engaged with, you know, answering questions and things like that because, you know, this is what I was created to do. So I'm here to serve you guys. So any questions, you know, hit me up. Man, Trent, man, I appreciate you for being on the show, man, and, and continue to make the impact that you're doing right now in the world. Man, I appreciate you, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for having me, man. You keep making the world respect your greatness, man. Always. And for those that are listening, always remember, dream it, believe it, go out and get it. Yo, what you think? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to know what you learned. So if you wouldn't mind, would you take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast on your phone right now? Upload to your Instagram stories, tag me at SeanRAnthony underscore, and then let me know in that Instagram story what is one thing that you learned. I love hearing from you, my listeners, thought leaders, former or current students all around the world. Let me know. And while you're doing this, go inside the podcast app, subscribe, leave a five-star review and a five-star rating. Again, this helps us reach more people. And if you want to be a part of this mission, helping us change the world one person at a time, it makes a massive difference by you leaving a review. Thanks so much. I'll see you next week. And remember, dream it, believe it, go out and get it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 -ch
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.